Welcome to the Technesthetic Podcast. I'm Eric, and this is Randy. Hello. It's like a Christmas edition. Christmas festive edition. edition. Festive dude. edition. Let's go, dude. Overlay so we got some, like, jingle bells in there. Jingle bells, dude. That'd be funny. Uh, we got a couple topics we're going to talk about today. We both watched The Matrix 4. Uh, we got a water cooling disaster to talk about. We got, uh, what are we playing during the holidays? Let's talk about that. Let's talk about Blender finally getting metal support for the Mac. So we got some interesting like results for that. And then Mac rumors, all kinds of stuff. All kinds of stuff. All kinds dude. of stuff, dude. So where do we want to start this off, dude? Where do we want to start uh, this off? Let's, let's just go in the order you announced them. Let's just go top down. Okay, top Matrix down. 4. So I watched it yesterday. <laughs> yeah. Did, did you watch too. it in theater or HBO Max? Because I watched it on HBO Max. Yeah, um, I knew you did. Uh, well, I knew like, you did. Where I'm at, dude, like, I, I don't know, like, the theaters I suck, would've. right? Like, I would have, too. I just don't have HBO Max, and I was just like, I don't really feel like it. Like, we were going to do that. Like, we were going to have, like, a watch party. People come over. Yeah. And then uh, they were like, no, let's go to the theater. So we went to Cinema Cafe. And that sounds cool. It's cool because uh, you can get food and stuff, right? And they have huh. like pretty decent recliners that are okay. motorized, so you can like recline and stuff. And it's assigned seating, so you can get where you want to go. Okay. And okay. so you know, we had reservations for like this slot, and they come and they serve you food, but it's kind of loud in there, so it's not like I know you and I like you probably like appreciate the actual movie watching experience. Like Cinema Cafe, like if you if you want to watch a film and like really engro you know be engrossed into this film, like immersed, uh, Cinema Cafe maybe not the best, but like it's kind of sick because they serve you food and drinks. So that's pretty cool. If you're just so like, like casually watching a movie, you might not like like have that much invested in. It's kind of the place to go. <laughs> anyway. So like uh, yeah, kind of like where I'm at, dude. Just like we have a Cinemark, which is kind of nice, right? Yeah. Like I I think Cinemark's kind of like uh like. I would assume, like, I see that name throwing around a lot, like, across the United States. But uh, okay. ours hasn't been updated since, like, 2002. Uh, so, like, all of the projectors are, like, just not good, yeah. I guess you could say. Like, they just look blurry to me. Right. Uh, and, like, some of them don't look color balanced. Like, you could go in, like, <sighs> like there's probably, I want to say, like, A through K for, like, yeah. like theater rooms. And, like, you, you can go into theater A and watch a movie and then go into theater B j or k and watch the same movie which i know because i did for um rogue one yeah and it, it looks like a totally different film because like the theaters aren't like matched or anything. that's why i only go to so, like imax like if i go like to, yeah like because at least they have like kind of certified gear and like standards so uh but like at least that's like the impression yeah. i got from imax yeah. but other than that like yeah that like when we went to watch the matrix like the cinema cafe like the projector they were using was not that great i could tell but in addition to that like it was funny because they were you know it was cold outside they're pumping heat into the room and i can literally see like heat waves <laughs> distorting the lights at the top of the screen i'm not that's even funny. kidding that's funny. i was like yeah like what the hell <laughs> my assumption my assumption of, of, of what happened at my Cinemark is likely uh, like they may have had to like factory reset some okay. projectors or something like that. And then some guy or, or, or whomever did that reset was just like, looks good enough. You know what I mean? It never actually redid yeah. anything. That's so, why, you know, if you're, I don't know, man, that's why the, it's, it's overhyped. Like the theater experience, like once you get a good setup at home, it's like, I don't need to go here yeah. anymore where there are people. 
I don't need people. Yeah, plus dude. I don't have to deal with people either, so that was kind of nice, yeah. you know. Sometimes uh, it's fun. Like it's it's always cool when something cool happens in a movie and it, and the, the whole theater gets hype and stuff, you know. And you're yeah. like, yeah, okay, you know, there's good vibes here, but like. Uh, other than that, like I haven't seen a good enough movie for that to happen in a long time, though. So yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean. Yeah, I think the last, the last like really enjoyable movie experience I had was, um, and I even like the movie that much, but just like the vibe of the theater was uh, the Force Awakens. Okay, uh, like the Star Wars, like like like, like the first re- true return to form for Star Wars. Right. Like, gr- granted, while you know a, a lot of people think that those new sequels are not that great, myself included. Uh, the vibe of the theater, because no one has seen it yet, was was, was pretty awesome. You know, like there were yeah, people in same. costume, people was having a good time. You know, oh, like it was just that a good, was well. The yeah. thing about that movie, The Force Awakens, is it was like the safest one, right? Like it was like yeah. a, it was like a rehash of like A New Hope or whatever. So it felt yeah. like it was like a cozy movie for Star Wars fans. Bet. It was a safe bet. Yeah. Safe bet. So everybody kind of went in. Like at the end, we were probably disappointed. It was nothing revolutionary, but it was it was a safe movie and it was fun and everybody was happy to see Star Wars. So it was like. Like, yeah, yeah everybody's happy you know? to see Star Wars again. You know? uh, and then they had the next two movies, uh, mm-hmm. which I didn't even watch the, the third one in the trilogy. I, I don't think I, you're really missing a lot on there. Yeah, I just heard Ray's what it Mary was. Sue, that's pretty much all you need to know. Yeah, that's, that's kind of what I heard. And I was just like, uh, I don't care. I don't care anymore like i I, you know it sucks because i was somebody when i was a young lad okay i had like the original star wars trilogy special edition on vhs and i watched that like all the time all right we we have to have a serious question here yeah now now if you have the same vhs trilogy that i did it came in a darth vader box and one half was silver and one half was gold and the gold was the four by three uh, full screen aspect ratio and the silver box was the 16 by 9 widescreen box so if you had those box sets i'm curious to know which one you picked up dang you know what i don't remember i think i had uh shoot i don't remember i thought mine was gold i can't remember though the gold was a full screen one so okay. uh i will say that young randy assumed that full screen was better than widescreen yeah. sitting there on, the four, on, a, on, a, on a four by three one so yeah. i had the same one but 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 then like older randy was like oh man i goofed yeah <laughs> i know well it's kind of funny because back then like i had four by three displays you so know did I mean? I. yeah so yeah. you know we all had crt tvs you know and so like <laughs> i at least i did so i was watching them on there like binge watching them you know and uh i mean Maybe for that uh, that that format, you know, four by three was optimal. Dude, who knows? Who knows, man? <laughs> but yeah, I mean, obviously, if you have a sixteen by nine display, that's better. But uh, uh, yeah, I don't know, man. It was interesting, but uh, yeah, I was really sad to see those movies. But in the Matrix, here's another thing: the Matrix was another one of those. Like, there's a couple franchises that, like, when I was young, I sort of binged watched, and like, the Matrix was one of those. You know. Um, I think I was watching, like, I have a couple, right? Like, Star Wars, Lord of the Rings, The Matrix. Like, a couple other movies, like, kind of hit that for me where I would re-watch them over and over. The Harry Potter franchise. I was a big fan mm-hmm. of Harry Potter. So, like, you know, obviously when they announced that they were making The Na- Matrix 4, I'm, like, hyped because I like I The Matrix. I was so hyped, dude. So hyped. Um, I watched that trailer, like, three or four times. Yeah. And, and like... like I haven't watched all like the spoiler videos where people tried to dissect the trailer of like what exactly happened. Right. Like I really like the one theory I saw where they mentioned that like um, maybe Neo was just suffering from a, or, or or Thomas Anderson rather was just suffering from like uh, 
like a bad mental spell, or maybe he was in a coma and like the matrix doesn't really exist. You know what I mean? Wow. That would have been super deep. <laughs> like that would have been crazy deep, right? Like, yeah, that would have been uh, incredible. Yeah. Yeah. But I, I, I feel we got something worse. Well, I'd say that we did, uh, you know, I, so I'm not gonna, I don't want to spoil it for the podcast. Uh, if you're a listener, I, I, I think that it's, it's kind of an iconic release because the matrix I watched, is an iconic franchise, but, uh, I, I watched the trailer before this, yes. so anything I mention or bring up, will be based uh, you off would of know trailer. by watching the trailer. Okay. Um, so there's one thing that I feel pretty strongly about. Uh, them bringing back Morpheus, uh, he, he he doesn't need to be in the movie. No. His, 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 his character serves no point. Well, it's not really Morpheus, which is the, I mean, that's kind of a spoiler, but like not at the same time. He's kind of like, but he is, but he isn't. He's not really though. It's really confusing to me. I probably need, I need a second watch to understand what the deal with the 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 Matrix Four Morpheus is. I still don't so, know. Uh, I can explain it to you. I if mean, you're, if you're if if you're ready for it. I mean, I, I, is it a spoiler? I guess. I mean, it not. Is. I, I mean, kind of, but not really, because if you see the trailer, you know it's not Lawrence Fishburne, okay, right? Well, so yeah. you know it's there's got to be something going on here. So essentially, all they did was they downloaded his Matrix code construct and made another Morpheus from his code from the Matrix. Oh, okay. That's all so it is. in theory, it's Morpheus, but not really? Okay, right. got it's, it. It's, it's it's Cortana Morpheus. Okay, got <laughs> okay. it. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I didn't like how... I thought like, if you're going to bring Morpheus back, you should bring back the original cast, right? Um, and, and, but, 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 but he died in the film, so... It's true. They they actually said he died. Uh, so I was like, okay, well, yeah, you can't bring him back. But he could have been an original character. I, I think that's what rubs me, right? I was yeah, like, why like, didn't you... Why? Why'd you have to do the... His character served no purpose. His character never once advanced the plot. His character never did anything pivotal to the plot. Yeah. They I mean, in the very in the beginning, movie. there was there was stuff with him, but then it fell off real quick. Yeah, but anyone could have done that, right? Like, cause, yeah. like, cause, like he, he wouldn't have recognized who that guy was anyway. Yeah. So, like, anyone could have been that person. It didn't have to be Morpheus again. It almost yeah. – uh, I'm mean, like – I'm like – but between their use of Morpheus and, and, and like the constant throwbacks of showing literal clips from the first three movies yeah. within this movie, I kind of feel like they're playing on or, or trying to yeah play on nostalgia a lot more than actually making a movie that could stand on its own. Right. Uh, there was too much nostalgia kind of like here. Remember this? Remember this? Like it was just too much. I like I'm somebody that can appreciate some nostalgia throwback, but like it was kind of forced a little bit. Like it's very forced. Very forced. Like, uh, like, uh, like I said, I think the whole Morpheus character was forced in the yeah. movie. It, um, and, you know, speaking of characters, you know, character like there was just too many of them, I think. And they none of them got really developed even like a couple of characters that I felt like were sort of main characters, like like the Morpheus or the blue haired girl. I don't even remember her name. Oh, like, dude, dude, dude! Her, her name is actually awesome. That's that's one of the things I liked. Her name is Bugs. Bugs. Okay, awesome. Yeah, yeah. You know why? You no. know why? Because she has the white rabbit on her shoulder. So yeah. she's the bunny. She's Bugs Bunny. Oh, I love yeah. that. Yeah, I actually thought that was pretty good. Yeah, right? that's great. Yeah. yeah, I liked her character. I just she didn't yeah. get fleshed out nearly enough. Like I felt like yeah. there should have been like some like what's the stakes for her? Like what what's the where's the uh risk reward for her? Like I don't know. It's kind of like 
And it felt like that for a lot of her crew. Like she's supposed to be a captain and she's got a crew. And I'm just like, who are well, you people? You know, well, they kind than- of painted it off as like when they get to what's it called? Ion. Yeah. Ion. Zion without a Z or something. I like think that. it's IO. IO. Yeah. IO. All right. Zion without a Z or an A. Yeah. Uh, they, they 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 kind of touch on like how like there's like this, these like the bulk majority who have kind of embraced the future and embraced the reality for what it is, but there's like this small sect of people who kind of latched on to like Morpheus's beliefs and Morpheus's teachings. Yeah, that's and right. I think she fell and her crew fell heavily into that camp. So when they got wind that you know Neo was back in the game. They kind yeah. of wanted to do what they can. So, like, I'm kind of okay with that part. Uh, so, let's but, cut it off here because I don't want to go too deep uh, into spoilers because yeah, I want to give the podcast. Right? Yeah, it is really difficult. So, But I think that uh, what we want to summarize on The Matrix 4 is like you said to me, it was like a three out of 10. I think it's a three out of 10. Three I have no desire to watch it again. No I desire mean, to watch it again. So, you know, for me, I don't really know much about your movie scale, right? Like, so I don't have any frame of reference for how good or bad the three out of 10 is because you know how like most game reviews, it's like six out of 10. You know yeah, I mean? like I'm not Six an IGN, so like, so like for me, a five is literally an okay movie. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, like because it's like it's 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 right it's in not the weighted it's, like most, right? No, yeah. no. Um, so just 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 to give some perspective to yeah. this, so so I'm a big James Bond fan. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a big Matrix fan, but I just watched the intro for No Time to Die because it's Daniel Craig's last James Bond. For those of you who don't know that, or or maybe do know that, um, yeah. And like that's kind of sad to me because I think Daniel Craig is the best James Bond. I, I and then Sean Connery would be second now. I think that his portrayal of James Bond is is fresh. He he, he does a really good job, and you could tell that he actually loves the role and he's passionate okay, about it. Okay. Uh, and I literally watched the first like like up to the where the James Bond song comes on, and including the James Bond song, and that little thirty minute snippet gave me chills. Like I almost yeah like like. Like I had to pause what I was watching and then just walk away for a second because it was so good. Nice. Um, now I I can't say the whole movie is going to be that way because I haven't seen it yet. But just that intro scene, like that was literally like like just perfect. Yeah. Even yeah, yeah. even down to like the color grading. Like 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 I had to tell you like this movie looks so good. Yeah. Um, That's one of the reasons I want to watch it is I know but, it's going to be like a like a cinematic like yeah, beauty. Yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. Whoever color graded that and and like the cinematography again, just in the first thirty minutes, is is mind blowing. Okay. So, so like so, so like approach that angle with like thinking of like how you would get shots for like B roll and stuff, right. and just look at some of the angles that like they take, which is kind of what I like to do now when I watch movies. <laughs> is like look at the angle that the camera is at, like how right. the shot is framed, things like that. And 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 for me personally, it makes movie watching more enjoyable. So yeah, uh, it's true. And the only reason I kind of went off on like the, the, the side road right there is because uh, having watched the matrix yesterday and just the intro of James Bond today, it being as hyped for the matrix as I, as I was for James Bond, it, it, it's like a total night and day in my opinion that right. Uh, again, you know, I think that the matrix probably should have been a one and done film. Uh, that's kind of the camp I'm in. Like I'm not even, Definitely not a fan of three. Two is okay. I would give one about an eight or a nine. I would give two a five or a six. And okay. I would give three probably a four or a five. Yeah, that's fair. Uh, and then I give this one a, a generous three. Right, so. right. Okay, okay. 
Yeah, I mean, that's cool, man. I mean, I kind of agree. I mean, when I was young, you know, uh, I didn't have really uh, a developed <laughs> sense of taste. So, yeah, uh, you know, I liked two and three, but that's just because, you know, I liked The Matrix. And when I, I was younger, I was a big nerd. So when I was younger, I actually put two above one because two had like just Neo being a badass. Yeah. Right. Yeah. There was so a like, really so neat, like, like, o- so like, OP like Neo scenes. Right. So like young Randy who watched movies in full screen yeah. uh, in four by three aspect ratio, liked the matrix too. Right. But older Randy loves the plot, the acting, the story development, just the, the, the bookendedness of the matrix one a lot right. better. I think it's really, you know, well done. Yeah, no, I agree. I, I reflect that. In The Matrix 4, you know, it kind of felt like, uh, I don't know, a story that didn't really need to be told. But no. um, I'm wondering if they'll do more, you know, Matrix after this, um, depending on what, how well it does in the box office. So, like, this uh, is kind of the weird thing, right? Like, if if you look at reviews, like, I purpose, excuse me. I purposefully didn't look at any reviews yeah. prior to watching it because I was just afraid of spoilers. Right. Um. But IGN gave it a four. Wow. So like wow. if you know IGN scale, <laughs> yeah. And they gave it a four. That's nuts. Um but I can also tell you that one of my coworkers went to the Cinemark that we just talked about to see it. Yeah. Uh and the time he wanted was sold out. Wow. So I think it's selling, dude. Like this the Matrix is right, iconic. Right, but but it's selling because of that reason. Yeah. It's not selling because it's necessarily a good movie. Right. It's selling because it's a Matrix movie. It, it must be seen, yeah. Yeah. Which which which, which I'm cool with, yeah. you know. I but agree. like I agree, but yeah. like I feel like if they base the Matrix five off of sales numbers of the Matrix Four, I think the Matrix Five is gonna be a big fall off. Yeah. Because I, like- I think that, do you think like we could end up with a like a Matrix cinematic universe, almost like Star Wars is now with side story movies and all this other shit? Do you think we could end up with like the Matrix like random ass side story and like you know I'd like spin-offs? to see it. I'd like to see it, but probably not okay. based off of the the failure of four. Like yeah. I mean, if you watch any review, like. Okay. Uh, I'm not in the my I'm not in the minority by 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 thinking it's not very good. Uh, okay. Yeah. No, I mean everybody I've seen like yeah. I've watched a bunch of reviews and stuff cuz I wanted to see, you know, obviously I want to see what my favorite reviewers think about it. And you know, they've yeah. all been saying the same things. It's not that good. You know, uh, it had to be watched, but it wasn't that good. Uh, yeah, like I'm definitely like, glad I saw it. Like it, it, it's it's a fairly I long like movie, Reeves, guys. So you know. I love Keanu Reeves. Yeah, like it's like it's two hours and thirty five minutes. Right. Um, you and, know what I kept like, thinking, dude? Uh, what's, like, what's that? I kept thinking like like Neo should have been more badass. I kept thinking that like if you're the one. Like you should be able to do some nutty ass shit in the matrix. Yeah. Like it's and, literally and like, code, right? And Think like, about like the crazy magic that. shit you could do. I want to discuss that. Yeah, but I don't want to go spoilers, into spoilers. Yeah. Uh, I'm not gonna. I, I do want to say though yeah. that in the matrix two or three, I forget which one it is. Now those two kind of blend together. Um, then them giving him powers in the real world. Yes, that uh, was kind of like kind what? of. Well, that's kind of okay. I get that. Yes, like like. In in, in, in 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 the closed spectrum of one to three, okay, I can kind of buy that. But now with what happens to his character in four, 
none of that no, none of that no longer makes sense it didn't because yeah. of what happens with him and trinity nothing of him having powers in the real world makes any lick of sense because of matrix for that yeah and, and, and like i purposefully like, like tried to google this and no one could give me an answer like, like other people have, have have realized what i realized but no one was able to explain it to me right well i think what happened was they writ- written themselves into a corner there you yeah. know what I mean? Like, there was just so much. Like, The Matrix is kind of heavy, you know, in... We only have one of the sisters on this movie, too, so... Yeah, that's true. That's true. Interesting. But, yeah, I don't know, man. I think that it was a fun movie, but it was, like, not good. Yeah, it definitely <laughs> kept me I mean? entertained. It definitely kept me entertained yeah. for The fight scenes could have been minutes. better, though, I think. Uh, no, I, I I agree. I agree with you. Um, that one fight scene that was like in the old building with the yeah. mall was just, it was just weird. Yeah, it was. It, it was, was weird. weird. It was weird. I was like, it was all over the place. It was it very just hard didn't to feel follow. like it flowed. You know what I mean? Like yeah, a good yeah, fight dude, scene flows. Like, and you just feel like you're, it's, you're with it. You're with the fight. Do you, do you watch uh, uh smarter every day? Uh, occasionally. Yeah. That fight scene is more like turbulent flow than than, than laminar <laughs> flow. Laminar flow, dude. Yeah, dude. Wasn't it though? Yeah, that's so funny. You're right. It was tur- yeah. tur- turbulent flow, dude. It, it wasn't was, laminar dude. flow at all. Uh, no, it wasn't. Dude, that's so funny. <laughs> Good reference. But yeah, I mean, that's all uh, I really had about the Matrix 4. It was fun, but it wasn't good. No, yeah. That's my opinion on yeah. it, dude. Let's I move agree. on. Speaking of, uh, you know, uh, flow. Uh, flow. <laughs> exactly, yeah, dude. dude. Let's roll into water cooling disaster, dude. So. Yeah. So, uh, as some of you may know who follow the podcast or, 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 or listen regularly, I've been struggling with the idea of going back and forth between yep. tearing down my computer and going full Mac. Yeah. Uh, well, uh, the powers that be yeah, have decided to make yeah. the decision for me. Yeah, dude. Because <laughs> I experienced a pump failure, and oh, I didn't know it God, because dude. I have on these boys right here, uh, which if yep. you've used AirPods Maxes, you know that they are second to none when it comes to noise canceling. Yep. Uh, so I didn't hear that my computer was no longer pumping water. I couldn't hear it. Right. Uh, and I was playing a video game at the time, and the water got crazy, 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 crazy hot. And a seal broke uh, on the one tube that goes into my CPU water block. And it just started water falling water all over my computer inside uh. with it on. It turned off immediately. <laughs> it got so hot that steam was coming out of the inside of the computer. Oh, um, my God. Steam, dude. Yeah, yeah. It, it it wasn't quite boiling, dude, but, like, steam was coming out of it. Like, like, like the side glass panel got foggy. Um, oh, my God. It, and, 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 like, it was hot. Like, I immediately <laughs> tried to, like, grab the hose, and, like, I couldn't even grab it. Oh, like, it my was, gosh. It was that hot, hot huh? dude. Dude, it, it blew my mind how hot that was. Uh, so, yeah. So, I switched to a Mac setup. Using my right. current M1 13-inch Mac, uh, and I'm waiting to order an M1 Max. Which, by the way, guys, uh, uh, full disclosure, I've made my decision. I'm definitely going that route. Okay. Yep. Uh, yep, yep. Um, just because I was kind of already on the fence, and I kind of found decent workarounds for my setup. So, 
Hold on real quick. Uh, Let me show the podcast sure. this watery oh, yeah, yeah. mess. So I got a picture here on screen. Randy sent to me. He like called me late at night. I was already in bed and like I ignored his call because I'm sleeping, dude. Dude, you always ignore uh, my calls. You leave me on red, dude. I left Could've it. Could have been dying. Yeah, dude. dude. I'm sorry. But anyway, so he, he sent me this picture, dude. And I like, dude, this is a nightmare. Look at this. There's water all over the top of this card. And, you know, he's got the plate there. So, Actually, I mean, obviously that's clutch. But like... Look at this water mess, dude. Water went everywhere. It just, I guess it just came out. You know, it was so hot. Okay, hold on, hold on. You're showing the podcast something, dude. Look, there it is. He took the block off. I don't have a banana for scale, but this thing is massive. Yeah, the 3090, huh? Well, well, well the 3090 Strix especially. Strix. That's three eight pins. Yeah. I mean. That's insane. I wish I had something. Like, here's, here's my iPhone Pro. Like, it's it, it's it's almost as wide as it. Oh, hold on, hold on, hold on. I can't see it because... Uh, oh, it's cut off? Yeah, it's cut off. Yeah, there you go. Oh, my God, dude. It's huge. It's giant. Dude. It's huge. Uh, fortunately, I, I think this is still okay um, because the um, yeah the water block kind of just waterfalled water off of it. And then <sighs> when I took the water block off of it, there was no water in the PCIe slot. And oh, there was um, no water under the water block. So I cleaned this out the best I could. I went over it with a Q-tip with uh, 99% isopropyl alcohol, the same one that I used to clean my 3D print pad on. Yep, yep. And I, uh, I, I just ordered some some new thermal paste. So I'm going to put this on and try to try to get it back together and see if we have we have life in it. Yeah, for uh, sure. I which, mean, hopefully, because that's the expensive way. Yeah. I'm kind of hopeful on this. Like, in all honesty, I didn't plan on, on, on like, parting out my 3900 XT and selling that. Because, like, I, I, it's just not worth the hassle, right? right. I'm going to get, like, what, 200 bucks for that, and eBay's going to take 30%. And then I'm going to have to ship it out. It's just it, it, it's just not worth it to me, right? It's, it's, yeah. it's worth more to keep it on my shelf in case I needed it again. So, like, I'm not too upset about that. So, like, if this kind of works, yeah. I'll be fine. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, yeah. like I'll be okay. Yeah, hopefully, uh, you know, hopefully your your stuff is good. It it probably is. But yeah, I mean, I kind of I almost felt like Tim Cook himself like remoted in and like turned off your pumps. Yeah, dude. dude. Yeah, He's dude. like, "Oh, and he like, wants uh he wants to go full Mac. Let's make sure, dude." Yeah, Let's, dude. Uh, <laughs> and, and like and like 30 how old am I? 34-year-old Randy? It, I I I'm kind of impressed with like how not upset I am. Yeah. Uh Oh man, that's so uh, funny. And I'm kind of not upset because I feel like it was something totally outside of my control. You know what I mean? Yeah. So like, yeah, for sure. So I, I, it's like, don't, don't cry over spilled milk. I can't cry Pumps over spilled water. So you do know. die. And if you're asking questions like I am, I was, he had the pumps hooked up straight to DC power. He did not have PWM control, no yeah, motherboard so warning or anything. It well, just like, toasty. I, I thought about that anyway, though. Like what if the pump failed like yeah. while the computer was on? Then, then, it wouldn't, then I wouldn't have gotten a motherboard notification anyway. Well, I suppose you so. could set up temper, temperature warnings, right? Like, I guess you could do that. Yeah. But, uh, uh, like, for your, like, because your GP was probably getting pretty toasty, dude. It, dude, dude it, it, I, uh, I'm telling you, like, I, I couldn't even touch it. Yeah. So, so like, it must have been, like, freaking out, dude. Yeah. Um. Yeah, so it's just one of those things. That, I mean, shit. Yeah, so. Um, <laughs> what can you do, dude? Uh, I guess the moral of the story moving forward is like, I don't want to scare anyone away from water cooling, but, uh, uh, my takeaway from it is don't skimp out on fail safes, uh, which is probably what I should have done. Like you said, I, I probably right. should have like 
temp uh, temp thresholds. You know, I, I probably should have had some 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 sort of OS based temperature monitor, right? Uh, where it'll go temperature off. monitoring. Like if software. you're running the ASUS um, software, it will warn you. Like it'll well, have a pop up. I don't like every, to run those. I don't either. But like, I, I, I mean, my practice in the past was I would install Armory Crate, set RGB to the color I wanted, yeah, and, and then get rid re- of it. I mean, then uninstall Armory Crate, yeah. So I, you know, I also run a what is this Core Temp? So like that could have told me on like the CPU side, like yo, your CPU's toasty as hell, dude. Like warning, yeah. So Core Temp could have told me, or like. Uh, <laughs> I don't know if uh, like EVGA, EVGA, like Precision X, would warn you. I don't know. I don't know if it would warn me, uh, but I, I, I can guarantee you that there's software out there that I could have been running that could have. So yeah, if anything, that was my mistake. Um, now I've had a pump uh, die in the past, but like my pump's always been audibly audible, and so like mine is audible. When I turned on my computer and it didn't go like ramp up, I was like, "What's going on?" And that's how I knew mine, mine had died. So, uh, so uh, let, let me rephrase. And I also my, my, like can visually see like bubble shit. Like I can see if my, my pump is pumping cause so I'll have, I have turbulence a, in my flow. I have one of those pinwheels. Yeah. And when I turn my computer on the pinwheel is pinning. Um, but when the, but, but, but when the, the, the flood happened, mm-hmm. when, uh, we discovered the flood, uh, the the pinwheel was not spinning. <laughs> yeah, so maybe it died like uh, shortly yeah. after boot or something like that, or mid gameplay. It's crazy. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah I don't know. I've and had like, pumps die too. The um, weirdest thing is, I was literally going to tear down the computer that night, uh, but my boy called me to get on uh, to help raid to like help the raid out. Yeah, uh, had to and, wow it up, dude. Yeah, dude. He wasn't ready to wow on the Mac yet. If I didn't get that call, I would have just taken apart the computer and everything mm-hmm. would have been fine. Uh, Are you going to raid on the Mac when you get the 16? Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, for sure. Nice. For sure. It'll work. It'll work. Yeah. Yeah. No, no. It, it actually works very well. I, yeah. I, I've tested it already. Uh, That's cool, dude. So. Yeah. So let me yeah. show off. Uh, let me show off your uh, desk, dude. So I got two pictures I got from you. One of them was with the, uh, the little hello. That you put, uh, so it's got like the, his. Uh, this is with his thirteen right now. Yeah, and, yeah, uh, thirteen. This is one desk setup, so you can see he's got like a really clean, very clean setup. He's got Thanks, the one dude. one cable dude set up. He's got like a really nice custom keyboard. What is that keyboard, dude? Tell me all about uh, it. So this is uh, from a guy called Zeal. Uh, he's kind of well known in the mechanical keyboard world. It's a Zeal Zeno in purple with a rose gold mid plate. Uh, I'm a fan of midplate manning. I think the keys feel 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 pretty nice. Yeah, G- gives a little bit nice spring. Uh, for switches, we have uh, lubed with. I think this is Cryo GP Zero. Nice, nice. Uh, and they are lubed pink Securos uh, linear switches with uh, GMK Violet Tendencies keycaps. Okay, are those pink switches the same as mine? No, uh, uh, probably not. Because they, you know how they had, no, 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 no. Because it was like, uh, what was the key switch? They sold like the Tiffany blue ones and then they had the pink ones too. Do you remember yep. what I'm talking about? That's yep. what I'm running. I forget what those are. They might be then. I've linked these to you. Yeah, yeah. If if they, 
they might be because I probably told you to get these because I think that these are some yeah, of the best switches. I'm those are what I'm running right now. Okay, yeah, um, they're awesome. They're, yeah. they're they're insane. They're those insane. are I I love I love them, dude. I got a couple spare and they're just fantastic. So I'm running the yeah. same ones, and uh, those are great, great key switch. I'll I'll go ahead and show the yeah. Uh, yeah. Why not? Why so, not just show it off, dude? Look at these pretty boys, then. Sorry, it's a Crytox GPL two hundred five G zero five loop. Okay, nice, nice. So it's basically full custom, very attractive, uh, mm-hmm. very attractive keyboard, and then you have uh, the no mouse. And it dude. runs, it uh, runs via. By the way, in case anyone's interested, oh, okay. Uh, okay. And, okay. And, yeah. and, and, and like you get into the custom keyboard game. So what via is is it's basically um, uh, open source software that can reprogram uh, all of the chipsets, all, all of the Amiga chipsets and custom keyboards. So I've already went ahead and reprogrammed mine for the Mac OS layout too. So I'm good to go on there. Nice uh, dude. Yeah, dude. No mouse, right? No mouse, dude. And it's just, no uh, you got the, um, what do they call that? The magic trackpad, dude? Yeah. The magic trackpad too. Okay. Uh, w- w- which we just found out. The is wedge, discontinued. dude. It's like yeah. a doorstop or something. It is like a doorstop. Yeah. 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 Um, Discontinued because it's the uh, the the space gray one, right? It is space gray yeah. one. They which they'll probably it. come back out with again as soon as we get a new uh, iMac Pro. Yeah. But, okay. uh, Eric and I have had this discussion offline a little bit, but uh, Mac OS just feels so good with a trackpad, right? Like like it's probably one of the few instances, excuse me, where when, when I use a computer, more specifically a laptop. But I don't instantly feel the need to plug a mouse into, and I and I think you're kind of the same way. Is that correct? Yeah, for sure. It's so, uh, the first one, and honestly, it's kind of funny because I'm I like the trackpad better than a mouse a lot of times. I do. It's crazy. Uh, it's like literally you unthinkable to me that now, I would say that. I don't know if like we're on split view right now, but when I we actually now. do like like play games because mm-hmm. we, we, we did talk about world warcraft i'll use this mess just because you have to for a video game uh but if i'm not and i'm just like chilling right now like i just use my magic trackpad like this is what i use uh and i th- i think it works great like web page scrolling is is fantastic scrolling through you know email messages normal web browsing even photo editing and video editing i think that uh things like applying a mask at least for me, is a lot easier with a trackpad. I feel like I have more precision with my finger yeah. than trying to move a mouse around to paint something. Yo, show that mouse again, dude. Show that, sure. mouse. Show that mouse again. Trying to see if it matches mine. It's a newer version. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This I is the, the MX uh, Master 3. I have the 2S. So. I have so fun story. I actually own every version of this mouse. Uh, yeah. I have the MX Master in the original black and gold colorway that yeah. I use at work. So that's permanently at my work desk. Um, then I had my, when I had my old 16 i9 MacBook Pro, I bought the MX Master 2 for that in like the sand colorway. Yeah. Uh, and that's actually upstairs, uh, on my iMac server. I have, okay. I have like an old 20, I want to say 2014 or 2015 Retina 4K iMac server that just runs Rune. It, it, it just runs my music software pretty yeah. much. Uh, and that's where that one is. Okay. And then when I got the 13 M1, I had to buy it again because it's honestly the best mouse. And in my opinion, what makes it the best mouse for Mac is this little thumb rest part right here. Yeah, I'm not sure you if you guys can see it. You can program this to switch between multiple desktops. So, and and what I mean by that is is like Mac OS handles multiple desktops really really well. Mm-hmm. So it's one of the reasons why you don't really need multiple monitors when you're in Mac OS. I, I, again, at least in my opinion. 
Uh, so I basically program that, but if I push down on my thumb and then move the mouse swipe. either left or right, yeah. it's basically a three finger swipe on the trackpad. Yeah, I did the and, same thing. I loved and, it. And, and, and like, it's really hard to go to a mouse that doesn't have that functionality on Mac. Mm -hmm. So I feel like I'm locked into an MS Mac, uh, an MX master for gaming on the Mac. Otherwise I, I just use the magic trackpad because it's just, it's just perfect. It's yeah. just, it's, 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 it's a really nice experience. Yeah, I'd say I like mine a lot. I just, uh, to me, it's a little too heavy. I'm used to really light m mice now because I'm still rocking the Ninja Air 58, which, uh, okay. you know, 58 grams. And, yeah. like, I'm just so used to, like, light mice now that the, the you know, the Mat MX Master is a little too heavy now for me. No, I get that. I get that. Uh, if I played more games, like, like more, like, Twitch shooters, right? Like, if, if I played Halo on keyboard and mouse. Yeah. I would probably be in the same camp. Um, but as you know, I, I also have the Resolve Speed Editor right here. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. I got mine but, too. But what's kind of busted too on the MX Master, if, if you don't have one of those, is the horizontal, I'm trying to like put it from my eyes, is the horizontal scroll wheel for your timeline. Yeah. Uh, that that's cool. a really nice feature. Uh, yeah, for sure. So I just feel like this is better for productivity stuff. And but right there with you you know if you're into gaming and you do any sort of you know twitch shooter gaming yeah. or even gaming in general i i think lighter the better is the way to go if so, i were to buy a mouse right now and i didn't have my uh final mouse i'd get the uh logitech uh g pro x super light um, uh it's it's really interesting you you say that because the mouse i used on my desktop was a g pro wireless yeah uh, as, as you know i do have two final mouse Air 58s, but I was really OCD about matching my mouse with my desk. Your build, so I, dude. So Sex appeal. I, uh, I would switch close. them out from time yep. to time. I, I would actually try to match them with my keycaps because, like, the Air 58s come in some pretty nice colorways. Yeah, uh, like to me, this is like the uh, was this is the G Pro Wireless, basically 2.0. Uh, okay. And okay. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Is that the one that was designed with Shroud? Because I think Shroud helped design a G Pro Wireless. Yeah, I don't know. It, it might be. But uh, it's me, basically, yeah, it's the um, the Pro X, Logitech G Pro yep. X. Logitech G Pro X Shroud Edition. Yeah, yeah, okay. It's got uh, a couple eSports gamer, gamers here on their little promo page. Um, and, and this it's is nice the mass. one I would get. Yeah, super nice. Like, I was wanting to get it just because it's like a, a wireless boy that I could take on the go with me. And uh, I don't know. I, and I kind of like the clean look of a wireless mouse. Oh, yeah, same same so like i don't know man like if i do ever get rid of my final mouse this is actually my second final mouse because i had scroll wheel issues on uh oh really my other one and i had to uh you know how i had i bought the red one and then the blue one and then mm -hmm. my red one had issues i don't but, remember your red one having issues i just remember as both buying both colorways <laughs> yeah so the red one had issues so i ended up uh amanda was using the blue one but ended up not liking it so she took my g pro wireless and then I took the blue one, took it apart, took my red shell, and put it on her blue one. So nice. That's dude. why I'm rocking the uh, the red mouse, but I have the blue cable <laughs> coming out, like this blue sleeve. Mm -hmm. So it's a uh, it's truly custom. <laughs> custom boy. Custom. Custom dude. boy. But yeah, dude. So anyway, yeah, uh, that was off topic, but yeah. Yeah, no, it's it's all setup stuff. Yeah, it's all. So, so I got um, uh, pictures of your setup here. This is like the more full view I wanted to show, where you have like uh, the Mac on like a stand. I do. The you stand is your, really nice. Yeah, it's like a really clean looking setup. I see you got like a some kind of filter on this where it's like stylized. It looks pretty nice. 
And then you have like some That's kind of golf just an club. Photo, fucking, actually. You got some golf club frame thing dude on the left? Like what's going on? Oh yeah, dude. Kelly actually found that for me at an estate sale. It's oh. supposed to be on my office, but I, I just didn't get there yet because I've had a few yeah. for the holidays. Uh, but it's like this like really old, like probably from like the I would say the late seventies or early eighties of like all old golf clubs oh, that I'm gonna so hang in my cool, office at work. Dude. It's yeah, so it's really good nice. vibes. It's I really love nice. It. It, yeah, it's fantastic. Yes. Um Look at this. You got the Switch OLED on your desk, too, dude. I do, dude. Look at that, dude. It kind of matches. Look at that. It looks so nice. Caps, dude. It's so nice. It's clean, right? It clean is, boy, dude. It's so good. It matches. I dude, love it. I, I also have to say that um, just the Apple ecosystem, when you go all in, yeah. like, like uh, we've been praising this for a while, so like it's kind of, you know, be, being a dead horse at this point, but using my Mac as a main computer for even a couple of days, like just yeah. the seamlessness of having the AirPods Macs. And then when I take them off, it reroutes the audio back to my two stereo HomePod minis. Yeah. Like that is just so cool. That is That's cool. just so cool to me. So like, I literally have a one cable setup, which, you know, from our old podcast, we kind of had some issues with that. Yeah. So here's what I've decided on. Um, for the time being, I've decided on settling for, uh, using my CalDigit TS3 Plus dock and then using DisplayPort to HDMI to the monitor. Okay. Because I get 4K60. The only thing I lose out on is HDR. Okay. Um, okay. Which I feel is kind of okay because I don't edit an HDR workflow. Right. And I, right. And I only really play World of Warcraft. Yeah. So okay. I'm not really missing anything by not having HDR on my monitor currently. Uh, so for me right now, that's where I'm going to rock it. Okay. Um, but if there ever comes a time when I do need that functionality, uh, I'll just plug in the Apple dongle. Yeah, that's fine. If, so makes so, yeah. sense. Makes sense. That's cool, dude. I mean, it's a real clean setup. I got to say, um, hopefully, you know, you'll get your 16 inch MacBook Pro uh, in a timely manner because I know, you know, you'll yeah, definitely of, enjoy that uh, power. And then, I, I'm waiting until tomorrow when we exchange gifts because i think santa's bringing me some apple gift cards oh so. yeah yeah santa dude <laughs> let's go yeah, dude. Dude. coming down the chimney dude. <laughs> yeah yeah apple gift card in hand let's go dude that's cool yeah yeah i love it so hopefully that that turns out i look forward to seeing uh how you like it you know what let's let's uh since we're talking about apple stuff i want to talk about that blender thing yeah, so dude, you you sent up. me a message and uh, i was very excited you were like yo dude check it out like it looks like metal support came to blender and uh, I was like, oh, man, because, you know, obviously we've been uh, waiting for that. Blender's been one of those things that a lot of reviewers are using to benchmark these new MacBooks. And it doesn't it even have really metal odd. support. Yeah, it seems really odd. Uh, yeah, it's like, it's like, guys, let's, let's wait till metal's here. Let's, let's see what happens. So I did some testing, you know, just rudimentary quick, opened an old project, and I opened it on a couple things. I, you know, I put it on my main PC here with a, a 3080 uh, with GPU rendering. And then I put it on the Mac, and I, I rendered it twice on the Mac. I, I use CPU rendering, which is what we've been doing, right? This is uh, for, for people that are interested. If you want to have metal support, you got to download the latest alpha build of Blender 3.1, okay? We should probably also preface this by yeah. this is an alpha build. Correct. So even the, even the people at Blender Project have said that this isn't final performance. It's going to get better. It is. So, you know, obviously I was very excited. So what I did, 
Um, I rendered it CPU uh, render. This is just one frame. And it said it was going to take over 15 minutes to complete. So I didn't even bother. I was just like, God, that's and a long time. What machine was this on? This is on the M1 Max. Okay. Uh, so, uh, so I had it on my, you know, this is my 14-inch M1 Max. It said 15 minutes plus remaining. And I was just like, okay, I'm not even what what a render uh, test was this? Do you remember at the top of your head? What render test? Mm-hmm. So I was using the cycles renderer and I was doing, it was my own personal project. Do you remember that one okay. uh, thing I sent you where I had the TV and the couch yeah, yeah, and the chair? Yeah, and yeah. that took quite a long time to render uh, per frame. And it uses a lot of different uh, effects from like different uh, particle sim stuff, like uh, like hair for the carpet. It was using a hair sure. sim. So there's like... Uh, a lot of stuff there. Lots of different, uh, was it PBR materials or whatever, uh, with you know ray traced reflections and shadows and everything. So it's a very complex scene, is what I'm getting at. Uh, and so it took, let's see, it would have took over 15 minutes to render with the CPU. But if I switched it to the metal render, it took three minutes and 15 seconds. So that's wow. like. That's a big jump, you know, from going from 15 minutes to three minutes, 15 seconds yeah. per frame. But that's almost a five time increase, which is pretty good. So out of curiosity, I was I went to the desktop and I was using uh, the cycles render. I was using CUDA, which you told me that was wrong, which I didn't know. On CUDA, I was getting it at two minutes and 33 seconds. So a little bit faster than three like minutes. 45 seconds faster. Yeah. So 45 seconds faster, faster on the desktop. But then you said, yo, you're actually, so, because you have RT cores, you're supposed to be using optics render. And I was like, yeah. oh, shit. I didn't know that. So I switched to optics and it took it down to one minute, 59 seconds. So just to recap, one minute, 59 seconds with optics on the 3080. Uh, with optics yeah cuda was two minutes and 33 and then the, with the metal render on the m1 max it was three minutes and 15 seconds so that's crazy that's crazy to me um so you're looking at two minutes versus three minutes and 15 seconds really uh from the 3080 versus like the m1 max so not a bad result though like this is really good you were going from having to do like 15 minute long renders i think it took like because I was using my 13-inch uh, uh, M1, uh, just regular M1 Mac to help me render this project. Because it was like, I don't know, a lot of frames, right? So, so <clears throat> it was like I want to point frames. something out there. Yeah. Or, 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 or maybe have a discussion on this. So, when you use your, 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 your optics renderer on your desktop 3080, yes. that card's pulling 320 watts. Oh, and oh, I forgot to mention... Not only was I doing that, but I was also using the CPU as well. I wasn't just using the GPU. I was on, 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 the, on the desktop. Or? Yeah. Okay. Uh, well, okay, both. Okay. Both. So okay, because, I, because I was going to say that the M1 Max yeah. on the so on the, my, on the Alpha build yeah. uses both natively. I didn't know that the computer did one as well. Yeah. Cool. So the computer does as well. So the that's I want to mention that because not only was I using and honestly the CPU doesn't give you that much an advantage, but. Um, you know, when you have a 5950X, you know, you have like 32 threads. Yeah. 16 cores, 32 it helps threads. Out a little bit. That does help a little bit. So, you know, to give my desktop a little bit more of an advantage, because I just have that raw, like, cores, you know what I mean? Right, uh, giving right. that boost. But the GPU, I got to say, it's it makes way more difference than anything your CPU can do. Even people that have, like, uh, the crazy, like, 128 thread, like, beasts that you can get, uh, it doesn't compare to GPU rendering. No. So, 
Uh, it's just one of those things to note. But I got to say that the M1 Max uh, with metal support, like that's a good result. That's a good result. Yeah. I, I mean, I want to put that into like a, a, a little bit of perspective too. So like I'm going to kind of fall into our next topic. Yeah. If you're okay with that. Just just a slightly like uh, that's fine because that's really all I had to say rocket. about it. Yeah. So I, I just want to talk about how 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 it does this at 56 or, or I'm, 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 I'm sorry, 69.8 watts. Yeah. Uh, which is what uh, the M1 Max reportedly pulls from the wall. That, that's that's also including screen as well. Right. So everything, uh, yeah. Right. So uh, that's a mobile chip. That's literally a desktop computer is only fifty percent faster than it. Yes, at and a significant ca- power increase and uh, a loss of portability. <laughs> yes, and you can get that same result from your MacBook on battery. Yes. It's uh, true. It's true. It's crazy. And I, I, I mean, I'm going to sound a little bit like like an Apple fanboy here, but we are literally on the first iteration of Apple Silicon. Yes. And it's already, I would call it competitive with the top of the line desktop graphics cards in a situation that they have dedicated hardware for. Yes. Um, that's mind blowing to me. I mean, like there, there, there. Uh, I've seen results of. Uh, the M1 Max beating a 3080 in uh, video exports. I'm yeah. sure. I'm sure. I'm, I'm sure you've probably seen them too. So it's really interesting to me to see. Uh, now, now, granted, the M1 Max is dedicated hardware for that, but that's part of what you get with the package on the M1 Max, right? Like you can't yeah. opt out of those. It's just a, a, a feature that's part of it that's that that's on die. It's on the SOC, right? Um, but it's really interesting to me. You know, like if you're now. You, you, any sort of like productivity professional, I don't know how you look at any other computer. Yeah. No, it's true. Uh, Yeah, it's true. It's honestly, if you care about performance, like the M one pro and max chips are just like ridiculous. Even just the M one for most people is just ridiculous. And that's where the value is. Like the M one, the base M one is like such a, like a slam dunk value. I, I'm um, doing this whole podcast right now, like basically everything we're doing yeah. off of uh, off of my base M1, off of my 13 M1 Pro, yeah, which is or, well not M1 Pro, my, yeah. my MacBook Pro M1, yeah, 13 inch, yeah, which is, I mean, it's honestly a legendary machine. I still have to sell my uh, my M1, yeah, yeah, I still got to sell it. Sitting here, like looking at me, like you know, <laughs> it's sad yeah. that it's got to go. But yeah, I mean, it's just such an amazing. I wanted to get my son a uh, like an iMac. You know what I mean? Oh, they're so nice, dude. They're and, so and, sexy, like, dude. They're priced so well, and like, I just love the look of it. That yeah. like, I'm I'm kind of trying to justify. What, I know. You know what I mean? It's so nice, dude. I was like, I want to get my son one of these. I would if I could get him to game on it. You know what I mean? It's just mm-hmm. like as of now, it's just so hard to. Uh, like it would just be so much easier to get him a like a PC based computer yeah. that like he can play the games like so easily and stuff. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, like whereas like if I get him a Mac, I'm gonna have to jump through so many hoops to get him to play like anything, like even just Minecraft. Maybe so, not, you know even Java Minecraft. Like you can get that to work, but like uh, he plays like the Windows 10 like Pocket Edition Minecraft and. Like I don't think that's easy to get working on the Mac. I could be I, I way off base, but I don't know anything about it. Yeah, to be honest with you. it's just a challenge that I don't want to have to deal with, you know. And 
it's a shame because I would love to get him that. Like, how clean of a, a setup be, would that be? be? Crazy, crazy. Uh, and it's actually a good value, I think. Like, I would pay the money. He would mm-hmm. get the keyboard, the mouse. He would get like an amazing display. He would get every all in one, dude. It would just be like the complete package, and it would complete just be great. Package. You know, I would get him that, but instead, I'm gonna get him. Like, I have my old water cooling, uh, my old PC downstairs. I'm just gonna build that for him. Uh, You're right. Yeah, but. Uh, like I don't want to do that. I'd rather get them the you know the M one the the you know the new hotness dude. the new hotness. I think that's where Apple needs to go. You know, like for most people that I know, they game on their PCs and uh, like it's just not the value isn't there right now as a gamer. But like it should be right. It's like a software uh, problem at this point. Like we have performance now. Really, I mean you can't get dedicated GPUs which would be great. You know, I think a lot of PC gamers like the modularity of their their computers. They like to be able to upgrade them and put stuff in them and take stuff out. Not that, it, you know, uh, not that many of them even do. You know what I mean? Like, how many friends, like, like, how many friends that, of yours actually upgrade their PCs? I get friends that me. might, like, they yeah. They call me. Yeah. yeah. And sometimes they'll do it all at the same time, or like a new build uh, versus, like, upgrade just individual components. It might be a GPU upgrade. Well, you know, I, I see think that. the problem is, and, and and like I see this with my friends a lot too, is like yeah, people aren't like us, right? Like like we basically change something out probably every year, or sometimes even quicker than that. Right. Whereas like the, the the majority of my friends, right? Like I'll build them a computer, and they'll literally run it into the ground, right? You know what I mean? If you're that type of person, like, uh, you know, then who cares if your Mac isn't modular? Like the Mac could work for you. It's just you need to make sure you have enough performance going in uh, that'll last you until you get a new thing, you know? And uh, Mm -hmm. so I don't know. Like, it's still the better value to get, like, a desktop PC, like, performance-wise. If you game, it is. Yeah. Uh, Unfortunately, I think if you do video and photo editing... I uh, it's, it's probably the, I think it's, it's the, the opposite. I, I think it's the opposite. Yeah. I, I do too. <clears throat> it's because like you know what's great is like you can trust what you get from Apple, especially with their modern machines, because like it used to be and it's still like that for like Windows based uh, OEMs. Like if you buy a laptop, you might get like a shitty SSD that's like yep. gonna fucking be barely worth like you know what I mean? Like mm. like SSDs now like it's it's if you're not in the know, you might just think, oh, it's got an SSD, it's good. But like, dude, we are we are in like a new world when it comes to SSDs now. Like you we have are, like the sure. M.2 NVMe SSDs that are like ridiculously fast, dude. Yeah, you might like, get like an SSD that's only like 300 read write or something, which is trash compared to what you can get. And like Apple's giving you top of the line storage. Yeah, like 5700 yeah. read write on 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 the new M1 Maxis. You you know you bring up a good point too. So like talking about people who just need like a, like like a typical computer. Yeah. And like talking about how like the M1 13 is still insane. Right. Uh I could tell you right now that if my computer didn't implode, okay? Right. And and and, and I was importing photos or I was doing, you know, like maybe like a moderately intensive task right. and I sat Kelly down at my computer and I had both computers running the same task, she would probably tell me that the M1 Mac is faster because just how much better the scheduler is on Mac OS. Yeah. I, I, I know we talk about that a lot, but like I think that like the perception of speed is it faster yeah. on 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 Apple Silicon and Mac OS. I know right. that for some reason, like I don't know what it is, but like you know like browser tests people do? It's called like speedometer or something. Right. 
I uh, I could never get a Windows based computer to get as high as my MacBook can. And you're also running Safari and stuff too. I am, so it's heavily optimized. But like, I can got I like 278 on that, and like, I, I, I have no idea what that means or anything. Yeah. So but, uh, off topic, on topic, dude. You got me like wanted to try Safari, right? Because we mm-hmm. the other day we had a we had a talk because I was like, yo, dude, my my M1 Max, dude, 14 inch, dude, it's suffering. It's like, uh, and you're like, what browser do you use? And I was like, Firefox. He's like, yeah, no shit. Because Firefox is having issues right now on the Mac. Like you, because I, I was showing you like this Windows thing is taking up like yeah, 32 gigs of memory. Like what the hell's going on? And it's Firefox. And yeah. I was like, I got to get off of Firefox, dude. I love Firefox. I don't want to get off of it, but like, you know, I might as well try Safari. And so far, I got to say, like, you know, because I can get ad blocking. Okay, Safari is fine so far. Mm-hmm. Okay, I can get an ad block solution. Okay, I can get uh, Bitwarden to work. Before, I had, like when I tried it, like I don't know, a year and a half ago. Yeah, Bitwarden uh, wasn't working, and now with it Monterey is. or Big Sur, but when when yeah. the, when when they added full extension support for Safari, it's huge. Bitwarden was broken for a little while, but now it works fine, and I'm like, that's great. Um, and then YouTube's better because it actually supports HDR in Safari, whereas mm-hmm. it doesn't support HDR in Firefox. So I'm like, okay, well, this is where's the loss? Where, this is great. And then I got to Reddit, and the the thing is, I'm so used to Redditing with the uh, Reddit Enhancement Suite, uh, ex- like the uh, plugin for Firefox mm-hmm. and for Chrome and stuff. It's not available on Safari. No. So I'm like, and, Shit. and like. They talked about it. Uh, they they, they did. the money. Yeah, they sent the money. Yeah, it's one yeah. of those things like to support like the small amount of people on Safari and like the, it's and then they'd have to own Macs and like do all the stuff uh, development for it. It's just not worth it for them. And that's the one area I'm sad. So, you know, I downloaded uh, a Reddit app <laughs> off the App Store. <laughs> Narwhal? No, like like well, because I don't think well, you can get the iOS version, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm I'm trying another app uh, that it's actually developed for the Mac. What's it's called, it called? It's called Stellar. Oh, I see it now. It looks clean, dude. It's actually not bad. It has a couple drawbacks that I'm kind of like having growing pains trying to deal with. But like so far, I'm trying to see if I can I can live with like using Stellar for Reddit and then Safari for all I'm the other. Stellar and try it. Try it out uh, just to kind of see what I'm dealing with. Um, it has a couple weird quirks. Let me tell you one of them. I can't figure out how to open YouTube like in the browser from Stellar. Like it okay. kind of opens in a little window, but it doesn't let you full screen for some reason. It's like really quirky. And like I can do like a force touch to get it to open in like a little browser preview window. And then I can hit like the open in browser button. Like there's like weird little quirks that, I, that I'm trying to work around. But like it's just... Without Reddit Enhancement Suite, I can't use Reddit. Uh, like, I'm somebody that uses old Reddit. And uh, with Reddit Enhancement Suite on the Firefox. And, mm-hmm. like, I just, I don't know. Redditing is, like, when I'm on, guys, when I'm on the web, I am I have, like, YouTube and Reddit open, like, constantly. And I go back and forth between them when I'm bored. So, like, I need to be able to Reddit. <laughs> I need to be able to Reddit. Uh, hardcore. So anyway, that I just wanted to bring up my Safari, but like so far, Safari is pretty good. I want to stay on it because like battery life and stuff. Uh, I want to give it a chance. But like the only reason I like supporting Firefox is is one of the 
you know, I want to support anybody that's not Google. You know what I mean? And Chrome. Well, well, isn't Firefox a Chromium browser or is it not? It's not. It's one of the, they, you know, they have their own like render engine and stuff. They, they, they haven't succumbed to Google, you know, and that's why I wanted to support Firefox. They haven't succumbed to Google. And, you know, and I use well, Safari uses web webkit, so yeah. it doesn't even use Chromium anyway. So you're it, I support, support Safari as well. Yeah. The reason okay. I, the reason I, uh, the reason I like Firefox so much is it's like multi. Uh, I can use it on multi platform, so I have it on like everything. You know, mm-hmm. I, I use so, it, I use it on my phone and stuff. Like it's it's okay. Well, my devices um, are 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 all Safari accessible. Yeah, so, so you're fine, dude. Like yeah. you're fine. Like I just and honestly, it doesn't matter. Like password sync doesn't matter in the browser if i use bitwarden like you know what i mean like and i don't really care about like favorites i don't really do favorites and stuff like uh so like i don't know in bit like autofill doesn't matter you know how like browsers save a lot of that stuff yeah like bitwarden has all my like autofill stuff in it so i just don't care about like having it's like i don't really care about having one browser anymore that saves all my info and then like spreads it across an account like I don't need it anymore, so it's like I can afford to be multi-browser. Like I could use Safari on my Mac and then use Firefox on Windows or whatever. So sure. I don't know. It's kind of interesting. I just want to bring it up. But this, <laughs> this is actually pretty nice, dude. Oh, the the Stellar or whatever. Uh, yeah, it's cool. I logged into it and I'm playing around with it. I kind of wish I could. Pro, dude. It's it's a dollar. I, I bought yeah. Pro. I bought Pro. There's two problems I have with it right off the bat. If there's, you know how like there's an Instagram like album or not Instagram shit, uh, like Imager album, and you got like multiple images. It doesn't show anything in the thumbnail, the little hmm. picture. It just is blank. It doesn't. Sh- it should show like the first image. It doesn't. Like most of the time on a Reddit app, it'll show you an image. It doesn't even show you a preview image of the first image, and that's not cool. I want them to fix that. And then uh, I don't know. There's just like I can't zoom in and stuff like on the photos. I can't figure out how to like full screen them or do anything like that. I, I wish there was a little bit more options there. So I'm trying to I'm trying to work it in because I like it. I want to like it. We'll see. Sure. So let's move on, dude. It's interesting. Yeah. It's interesting. Give it a give it a yeah. Yeah, give it a try and tell me what you think. But uh I want to move on to so Mac rumors, dude. So you were talking about ARM V eight and V nine and stuff. I think you got more to say. Uh, yeah, so uh a little interesting uh video I, I, I watched in the past week. Uh, I was kind of doing a deeper dive into M one processors and basically, you know, like what they are. Um so I guess I guess um, a a good way a, a good place to start is the M1 is actually based off of the A14. Uh, okay. I didn't I didn't know that. Um, the A14 that you have in like the iPhone 12 and 12 Pro, uh, the the beefed up version of that is M1. Uh, I obviously with like some different tweaks and stuff, but that's why there's, there was no a 14 X or anything for iPad. The iPad just got the M one. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so with that being said, uh, it's based off of arm V eight. So it's basically like, like, like arms machine code instruction set for all arm based processors. Okay. So there's speculation that when arm V nine comes out, arm V nine has like a ton of improvements. Uh, it's, it's massive. Uh, yeah. Again, as someone who's who, who's who's not really into like you know the crazy hardware level stuff, um, ARMv9 alone 
if assuming that like, like the same processor, like assuming the M1, yes, uh, just somehow natively got ARM V9 support at camp, but let's just pretend that that that, that happens, uh, you would see probably close to an 11 or 15 percent increase just from switching to ARM. You're V9. kidding me. Yeah, that's so unreal. Like, so like just just like give you an idea, like we've been on ARM V8 apparently for almost nearly a decade. So like ARM V9 our architecture is like a giant giant milestone. That's impressive, so, dude. Uh, like I mean, I was just thinking the other day, like unless we do like a a, a like a process change, we're probably not going to see like the massive significant generational leaps that we've seen uh, until something like. Until we, like, yeah, until we have a process change, right? Uh, but, like, you're telling me that with ARM v9, we could see, like, some huge generational leaps, maybe. Like, right. because we're so, not just going to get ARM v9. We're going to get, like, architectural improvements, like, whatever they do with the M2 or whatnot. So, I mean, do you think ARM v9 is coming with M2? I. Uh, uh, that's the speculation. Okay. That's the speculation. It'd be is cool. That, It'd be great. Is that RMV9 is, is, is going to come with M2. Uh, that's the current rumor. Um, it's going to have... Um, uh, it's, it's, it, it, it's, it's based around four Ps, which is kind of kind of weird. It's based around programmable, protected, pervasive, and proven in performance, mm. uh, which is five. I don't know why it says four Ps in the slide. Um <laughs> <laughs> uh, but but they're but they're essentially saying that that SOC is the chassis for the future of all compute. So they're kind of saying that like, hey, this dedicated CPU and GPU thing, like 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 we all need to do this anymore. Like 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 SOC is going to be the future chassis for anything that's computing. Yeah, um, we uh, it, it, it 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 brings an entirely new vector instruction set for graphics. Uh, it brings native support for ray tracing. It brings native support for variable for a uh, variable rate shading and different advanced rendering techniques that they didn't really go into. Um, That's huge. And, okay, and, and they did mention that uh, it has performance and technology improvements that go beyond the CPU. And apparently, the memory controller in it is is going to be revolutionary. They they didn't go into too many details on it. But apparently, we're looking at, at at upwards of double and triple the bandwidth of, of ARM V8 based processors. Wow! Um, Think about it, so, man. Like this is actually really good because you see what Nvidia is doing on the graphics side, where they're adding in all this new technologies. Like uh, it started when they introduced like G Sync. Like I guess it all started with their proprietary stuff, right? Like way back in the day. But then you got G Sync, which was like the first really variable refresh rate sort of thing that we saw, at least for me, like personally. And then you you saw them introduce ray tracing, uh, mm-hmm. you know, with the RTX cards. And now you see uh, other you know people coming in and and bringing in like you know AMD FreeSync, and now you have VRR solutions on you know phones and everything. And then now we have like our consoles with ray tracing. Uh, and on the AMD side, they have they have ray tracing and everything. So it's it's interesting because now Apple is is bundling in those technologies uh, into the ARM architecture, which I think is for, I think that's great because it's it's preventing them from becoming obsolete in any right. sort of area. You know what I mean? Right. Like they're keeping up with current technology trends and they sort of need to. Like people develop on the Mac, right? So, uh, so if if you're doing development, like you want the Mac to be able to be uh, usable, right? 
so so their main four pillars, if you can break it down to four pillars, are improved security, yeah, uh, digital uh, signal processing, so DSP, uh, machine learning, and then enhanced ve- vector processing, which is all of your graphics-based stuff, like your your yes. ray tracing and your variable rate shading, and That's great. You know, all things of that nature. So uh, the big rumor is that M2 is going to be based off of ARM V9, which is kind of weird, right? Because it's almost like... Well, shoot, we're already going to be in 2022. Do I wait? Yeah, you know I, I mean? know. Because like, like, RMV9 is going to be as big as they say it. Well, big as it'll be like, another be. year before you like, get the, the new MacBook Pros, like 16 and stuff. Like, you know what I mean? So it, it, it's yeah. probably like, if you're going to get one, might as well. And then like, right. if the next gen, like 16 inches is amazing. Just yeah. Yeah, cause, like, think about it. Mac trade-in is so good. It's so good, dude. It's so good. You're, actually, you resell value. Actually, so I, good. Found out, I, I found out something on Reddit that I didn't even know. What's that? So, like, so it's like, this is secondhand information, so if it's wrong, you know, don't shoot the messenger. Yeah. But I read it on Reddit, and then people in comments confirmed it. So, like, let's say let's say you buy, uh, like, like I'm going to get Apple Care Plus, right? So, that's $500 for three years yes. for my M1 Max. And it covers accidental, which is great. But if you end up trading in your macbook to apple before that three years is up they'll refund you the difference i what yeah that's yeah. nutty yeah so like so like, that's let's cool say, uh, so like let's say just for round numbers it's 300 dollars for three years okay and your trading value is 900 dollars. yeah and you've kept your macbook for two years for two of those three years they'll give you a thousand dollar trading credit because they're crediting you back the one year of apple care you're going to use that's according to reddit post okay yeah. wow yeah that's big. That's huge, dude. Yeah, somebody could play that really well. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's I, I love it, dude. Um, so that's why it's like not that big a deal for you, dude. Like, get yeah. it if you need a a sixteen inch M one Max, get it. Yeah. And then just trade it in when you want to upgrade it, or trade yeah. it in, or do a uh, sell it on eBay because the values stay up. Like it's like that with the iPhone. It's as long as you take good care of it, and I know you do. Uh, and you have Apple Care anyway, uh, you know, if there is a mishap. So, like, you know. So, I'm also looking here, just just, just going through some of these ARMv9 slides. Right. Uh, the machine learning ca- uh, capability of it is, is also going to do super resolution, which is like DLSS built into the machine learning cores in ARMv9. Oh, wow. Yeah. See, that's really good. I, I'm really glad yeah. to hear that. I want Apple to, and I, I'm hoping they kind of go the more gamer route. Like, we've... Everybody's well, kind of no, wanted th- them to do this that. This isn't innately to, to to Apple. This is innate to ARM. So, so this would be akin to x86 or, or x64 instruction sets on the Windows side. Well, it's uh, but true. But if you think coming... about like the biggest player in ARM, it's absolutely right. Apple. Like they own ARM, well, basically. Well, well, that's my point, right? Uh, it's like you can kind of see where Apple's chips are going to go yeah. based off of what feature sets are coming out in ARM v9. Right. So... But it's really interesting to me that 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 I, I mean, like of of course, ARM is saying this because they're ARM, yeah. but they're saying that the future of of all things compute is SOC chips. Yeah. So I mean, doesn't who owns ARM? Isn't it Nvidia? No, it they it, Nvidia tried to buy ARM. They tried to buy ARM, uh, but they literally got sued. Yeah. Uh, like 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 not only was it shut down. The, they literally got sued because it's like, how Who could sued? you not see what was doing here? The the the, U, the United States government. Okay, yeah, that yeah. makes a lot of sense, dude. Like, yeah. think about it. Like, the biggest player in uh in ARM is Apple, right? Like, they yeah. they've contributed the most to ARM, right. and uh, it's kind of like a direct blow against Apple to buy ARM, isn't it? Like, I, I feel like it is. 
like for Nvidia, mm-hmm. like it's like attacking Apple directly almost. <laughs> you know, um, but yeah, because like they that would be. I mean, that's crazy. Um, but yeah, I mean. We'll see what happens, dude. So the iMac rumors, though. So you you wanted to talk about iMac rumors? I did. So and, and it's just brief. It's just brief. Yeah. What's the what have you heard? Because I haven't heard anything. Yeah. So essentially, uh, from credible sources, I, I forget if it's like front page tech or like Minjin Co, whatever that guy's name is, uh, that uh, Apple has already entered production into a twenty-seven inch iMac. Okay. Uh, to join the lineup of their current, what's the current one? Like twenty-one point five, I think it is. The, the the new boys we we're just talking about. Twenty-four. Twenty-four. Yeah, they're so, so nice. I hope they. Um, I want to see the next ones, dude. So if you notice, the twenty-seven is still the old boy. Yep. So everyone was hoping that the new twenty-seven would be a pro, but it looks like we're going to get twenty-seven inch iMacs. Uh, that are based off of the current 24 for consumers. Are they going to be like M1? They'll be, uh, rumor is they'll be base M1, and they're also making normal normal LCD panels, so no pro retinas in these boys. So Which, do you think we're going to get the uh, M1, or iMac Pros? I think we are, just later, later in the year than we had anticipated. So okay. uh, early rumors were kind of speculating maybe February 2022 we would see the rebirth of the iMac Pro with with potentially M1 Max, M1 Max Duo, and M1 Max Quad, Yeah, uh, dude, which is kind of got... crazy. Do you uh, think they're going to do a Mac Pro at any point? Or I wonder. If I had to guess, I would say yes. Um, do you think it's going to be modular like the current one? No. Okay. Uh, which is really odd to me because, like, see, like, that's a really good question because, like, the, the new Mac chassis is gorgeous. Everyone praises oh, it's it. so good. And it hasn't been out that long. I know. It really hasn't. I so kind of – I want sure, them to keep it, dude. It's so pretty, dude. I'm not sure Come what they're going to do there. What my speculation is, okay, what my speculation is, and this is pure speculation, is the iMac Pro will be configurable with an M1 Max or an M1 Max Duo. And then the Mac Pro will be M1 Max, M1 Max Duo, M1 Max Quad. Yeah. But maybe in a smaller chassis? I don't know. I don't like, know. Just like shrunk down? Like just shrink, the, shrink down this boy? I, I want them I, to I, keep I the design language because yeah, so, the it's, cheese it's grater it's, is amazing. And like here's the part <sighs> that, that, that that's really kind of wonky. Yeah. The design language on the Mac Pro follows the same design language that, that they made for the Pro Retina XDR. It does. You know what I mean? It, does. it has the same the same pattern. It has the same feel. I don't see them getting rid of it. I just don't see how they're going to make uh, it fit into their lineup. Uh, dude, that's, that's, I that's, really want that Retina XDR just because it's a or the, the, I want the it Pro to. Display I want it to. XDR. Yeah, I want it it's too. It's so sexy, dude. Dude, if I had the Pro Display XDR, there's no way I wouldn't like turn my desk around. Cause it turn is it so yeah, so people could see the back, dude. Oh. I'm showing oh, the right, podcast, right. dude. Look yeah, at dude. that. Oh my god! Yeah, it's dude, like you such want a, everyone to see the It's back, a feat dude. of engineering, dude. There's no way, dude. I can oh, I just tell man. you that, that 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 is so so unapologetically Apple, where they make a product that has to be good from every angle. I know, dude. This you is why I, mean? I love like, them, dude. This is like so sexy. Like if you it's look aesthetic. at the back of like any other panel, 
it looks like poop. It's designed to be up against the wall. Dude, I hold on. I gotta send you this picture, dude. <laughs> Watch out, dude. It's not safe for work, dude. Don't don't even look. I'm uh, afraid to <laughs> look at this, oh, dude. My God, dude so good. Get out of here, looks dude. So it makes good. you want to pay for that stand. It does, dude. It You're does. like that it stand really looking does. good right there. That dude. stand looks. What's well, a thousand dollars, dude? A thousand dollars don't look that good. Dude, you know what I mean. If like, I had a thousand dollars stacked up on my desk, it would not hold that stand. It would not hold that monitor up. It, it wouldn't. wouldn't. But this stand would. Like holy that stand shit, would, for sure, dude. That stand <sighs> would definitely hold it up, dude. dude that's what. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Oh man, it's so I like pretty, how we dude. Justify things. I know. Dude. We're like, you know what? We a thousand dollar bills can't hold up a MacBook Pro display yeah. XDR, or, or you know, it's like stupid. that sand can though. So it's obviously uh, worth it. Yeah. Like, the money itself couldn't do it. No, dude. Uh, dude, come on. Uh, dude, a regular Vesa arm isn't going to be sexy, though. No, dude, it's not going to look nearly as nice as that stand. dude? Come yeah. on. $1,000 to look good, dude? Dude. Come on. People, people, you know, <laughs> shit, dude. Um, anyway, <laughs> I just think it's a beautiful dude. I, I almost want to get it, dude. You know how much my friends would hate me, dude? They'd be like, you dumbass, you dumbass. I'd be like, yeah. I would fuck you money. That's what that uh, if, is. Uh, if I stay <laughs> Mac, it's probably going to end up on my desk in some form. If they come out with a new one, if they come well, out with something else, that's what I feel. Uh, I wish it had like standard HDMI input. Like I get it with the uh, Mac. It's it like, doesn't. No, no, I'm good. I'm, I'm, I'm well, good. I do though, well, maybe because it, it would be nice to like plug my Xbox into. It that's the only but no, reason. I probably wouldn't do it either because it's it's 60 hertz, but. Uh, good point good point i mean I, it would just be a great option i think uh yeah you know, especially for uh, if you want like uh for the price well yeah that too and like just to use it on the pc maybe a little easier well um, here's the thing though here's the thing though so, yeah. so like can i play devil's advocate a little bit i mean sure yeah the mac knows when you connect it yeah to play xdr too right. right so i'm just gonna play devil's advocate and say that they talk to one another over the Thunderbolt cable all the right. time. Like, correct me if I'm wrong, but doesn't the Pro Display XDR have a processor in it? Uh, I'm sure it does to a degree, right? Like, it's doing stuff. So, I'm not sure exactly what. You know, the weird part is there's no on-screen controls. It's all controlled right. it's, in the it's OS. It's all done for the OS. Exactly um, right. And, and that's really why a Mac is pivotal for the experience for the Pro Display XDR. You can't really do that much on a Windows uh, machine to configure it properly. There might be stuff now in 2021 that people have like found ways to jerry-rig it to work well on Windows. I'm not sure. I'm not really up to date on like the current uh, situation with Windows. I want to ask you a question. Yeah, sure. So you, you may know the answer to this. Does this monitor have any different capabilities or functionality outside of being 6K over the panels of the new MacBooks. Does it what? Sorry. Does it have any um so what I'm looking at? Like like functionality or capabilities other than being six K okay. and weighing twenty six pounds without the stand uh over the display and the new MacBooks? I don't think so, dude. I think that they're other than the resolution, because they're the dimming zones and stuff are I, I don't know if they're uh, better or worse as far as like density um but the brightness and the accuracy is all the same i, I th i'm not sure i haven't seen the measurements right um i'd say 
They're both sixteen hundred nits, right? Peak. I don't, I don't know. They're, they're, they're sixteen hundred peak, and, and they're both SDR calibrated to five hundred nits, which mm. makes sense. It makes sense. Of it, it does. It does. Nits. Um, yeah, I don't know what the difference is. I know that some people were reporting that the display in the new MacBooks uh, actually uh, is better because of the higher refresh rate. Right. In the uh, in the Pro display. Let me see if I can find some. Um, yeah, because the the laptops have the 120 hertz. Even though people are reporting that the uh, pixel response times are are sluggish, so even though you have 120 hertz, it's not really receiving the the full benefit because of the slow pixel response times. Uh, but with that being said, still a beautiful display. Now, it doesn't mean that even though this is 60 hertz only, that it's a bad display. Uh, I I think that if they made a Pro Display XDR2, that I would want it to be the ProMotion. 120 hertz display and then maybe even one up itself in other ways um that'd be great but we'll see probably not though because honestly the pro display xdr is still relevant other than it being very expensive i think is the main drawback i I can't find any info on the dimming sounds okay you know i almost don't think it'd be worth it if they like say they made a cheaper pro display xdr like very similar specs, maybe even added promotion, dude. If they got rid of that sexy cheese grater back to make it cheaper, I'd be like, no, dude, don't. Okay, <laughs> don't do it. Okay, okay. So, so I did find a reference here. Yeah. Let me see here. Apple claims comparing. Because I'm really Good curious on the articles I have. Say yeah. I mean, take I can't time, find dude. anything. Uh, I can't find anything on the number of dimming zones. Yeah. Apple that, that doesn't release that. Yeah, how so, big is uh, the some, uh, Pro Display XDR like screen size? It's thirty-two inches. Thirty-two. That's like a good size. It's that's thirty-two a great size. inches. It's thirty-two inches with five hundred and seventy-six dimming zones. Yeah, I think that's a great size, dude. Mm-hmm. Um, I was thinking about it because, like, obviously, twenty-seven is way too small for me. And right now, we're on the forty-eight, and that's like you know, it's big, but like I'm used to it. So I'm like used going. To too. Going back to 27 is a no-go for me. It'd be really small. I can't do it. So like a 32, maybe I could handle. <laughs> yeah. But like, I don't know. I'd have to have it closer. Well, we have to do something with this, right? Because. Yeah, for sure. Oh, dude. Speaking of that, I got a notification today. My okay. polishing cloth shift. What did? My polishing cloth. Oh, mine too. Oh, yeah. dude. Well, my, mine comes in tomorrow. It's a Christmas miracle. Oh, my Where's gosh. Tomorrow? Dude, I don't yeah, know. Yeah, dude. I just got a notification that it shipped, and I was like, "Hell yeah, dude! I want to." Yeah, pol- dude. I've been, dude. I've, I've been like, down. my new Mac. I haven't bothered like wiping it, dude, because I'm like, I'm not wiping You're it with anything cloth, that's like not yeah, a Apple certified cloth. Yeah, dude. Do you think I'm gonna wipe it with what? Like Is a regular micro? It, dude? <laughs> no, dude. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I only. <laughs> I only do that in the uh, Apple polishing closet. <laughs> That's it. Dude. That's the. It's on, only the best for me. You know. <laughs> oh, but shoot. no, I hear you, man. Like, like I'm pretty excited for it to come because you know it's going to be one of those things that's just yeah. It's just quality. Mine says like, on the 27th I'll get it. Like, uh, so I ordered it a little I, later than you. So I, I recently went to the Apple store and I purposely told them I didn't have a mask because I wanted to get one of those nice Apple masks. Oh, they give them. Yeah. Oh my god! I mean, oh, I, I, at least mine does. That's so cool. I want an Apple mask, but uh, 
Yeah, the polishing cloth, dude. They're coming in, dude. Review coming on the podcast. Review coming, dude. dude. Two-hour review of a Two-hour review, dude. The podcast only we talk about that. That's it. Yeah. I mean, I have uh, a magic fiber on my desk, which is cur- currently the highest rated microfiber on Amazon. Okay. I have a D-brand MKBA edition 20-pack of microfiber cloths from D-brand, and then we're going to have the Apple polishing cloth. Dude, and we're going to pit them head, head to head, head for some riveting content. Dude, yeah. This is going to be serious <laughs> in-depth content. You'll never see uh, no. uh, You'll never see a more in-depth review. All right? I'm telling you. All right? So... <laughs> It's going to be good. So anyway, dude, let's move on to our last topic so we can wrap the cast. Yeah, we got uh, what we're playing during the holidays, dude. It's holiday season. Holiday season. People are taking so a little like, time off, you know, maybe playing a game or two. So what's going on, dude? What do you think? Yeah, it's like this is kind of my favorite time of the year. Like that time between like like moving into Thanksgiving and then up until and a little bit after Christmas. Like I just love this time, right? It's like, great. Yeah. I love everything about it. I, I And I especially love when video games – Add something a little bit special for the holidays. Yep. yep. Um, I will say that uh, Master Chief Collection during Thanksgiving had a playlist called Turkey Time, which wasn't necessarily Thanksgiving themed other than the name, but it was still nice of them to do it. Um, So I recently tried out some of the hottest multiplayer games that I own this season to see, you know, who was kind of going above and beyond for the holidays. You know, who's going to put me in that festive spirit. Uh, and as you know, I'm a big Halo fan. Uh, Halo is probably my favorite shooter, uh, but I have to say that Halo Infinite is the worst out of all the ones oh, I've tried. No, uh, I've tried Halo Infinite. I've tried Destiny Two, which is you know, as you know, it's Bungie's uh, new new baby. Yeah. Um, well, kind kind of old baby now, but it's their new their what yeah. they work on. Uh, yeah, I exactly. tried Call of Duty Vanguard and I tried Battlefield 2042 to see who would bring me the most festive cheer. Yeah, okay. And uh, Halo Infinite ranks at the bottom of that list, I must say. Yeah, I mean, uh, I like the new skin. I like the new. Uh, I'm gonna be picking it up. Like I get it today, right? Like I play. Well, you should have gotten the peppermint skin yesterday. Today, you just if if you were doing it every oh, day. From maybe the time I didn't it came play out, it yesterday. Dang it. Day one was the calling card. Okay. Day two was the peppermint skin. Yeah. And then day three today is just a square left shoulder. I don't and care tomorrow about that. was another square left shoulder. But if you've done if you've done them each day, on Christmas Day is a assault rifle candy cane skin. Oh, that's cool. Uh yeah, and there's like ten days and it lasts thirteen days, so you can miss three days and still get and, and still get everything. Okay, so, good, because so I missed good. yesterday, so um I gotta so, play a game after this. Get the peppermint. So, Halo Infinite has basically just gave us a a timed seasonal event uh, where you just have to play one game of quick play a day, and then you're done. There's no special theming in quick play. There's no special theming in the menus. There's literally nothing. That's uh, lazy, dude. And, you- <laughs> and 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 half of the items in the in, in the winter solstice pack, yeah, aren't even winter or Christmas themed. Like the shoulder I unlocked is just a gray square. Can like I it just honestly say, looks like I, I I took my Samsung charger and put it here. Yeah. And then tomorrow I'm gonna I'm, I'm gonna be able to put it I on know, the shoulder. I know. Dude. Uh there's like maybe four or five, maybe half of them are actually Christmas themed, and the other half are just I random cannot things believe that are forgettable. That the last thing you unlock is like an orange skin. Yeah, it doesn't make sense. It's ugly. It's yeah. it's like the most boring weathered orange you've ever seen. This I'm like, this Christmas is almost pack, right? brown. Yeah, I'm like, yeah, this is like a yeah. brown orange. Doesn't make sense for anything. Like, who's going to rep that color? Nobody. Yeah. yeah. Like, And it's the last thing you get. So, 
yeah, just totally disappointing, man. Like, definitely <sighs> not crazy. feeling the holiday vibes in Halo no. Infinite this year. 343, if you somehow listen to us, where's your, where's your cheer, bud? No your cheer, holiday dude. Spirit, you know who's dude? got holiday spirit, dude? VLC. Oh, 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 little Santa hat? Yeah, little Santa hat on the little cone, dude. Yeah, dude. You know, it's funny. I was was on Amanda's computer the other day. I'm like, what the fuck is that? VLC has a Santa hat, dude. Yeah. Look at that holiday cheer on VLC. That's nice. So next we're going to move into Destiny. Okay. Where if you play Destiny, I I, I recently started playing Destiny for one reason. Uh, That's because it's Destiny's 30th anniversary. Wow. And if you log in and do the challenge, uh, you get Halo weapons in Destiny. Oh, okay? oh yeah, but they're not and really, but they are. They look, feel, and sound like replicas. Okay, yeah. Um, and, 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 they're, and they're kind of throwback. Like the battle rifle in Destiny 2 is now yeah. called the BXR. Okay, which is throwback oh, to nice. BXR. Of yeah, course. how cool is that? I love how that. How cool is that? They have the magnet from Halo 1 that sounds and shoots like the magnet from Halo 1. That's cool. That's cool. And what's cool about Destiny 2 now is, like, if the game's not for you, that's fine. Uh, but I don't know if I'll ever want to go back to it, so I wanted to get them. Because in Destiny right. 2, if, if you find the gun you really like, you can infuse it with a more powerful weapon, and then it'll gain those attributes. Nice. So, so like once you unlock a gun, you can essentially just use that gun forever, and then it it, it, it won't become obsolete because you could just yeah, infuse just keep... the better gun you got into it. Yeah. So I wanted to make sure to log in and get them. That's cool. Uh, just just because again, I'm a Halo fan. So so that's literally why I booted up Destiny Two because I wanted to grab the Halo weapons. Yeah. Uh, and if 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 you are a Halo fan, the BXR <laughs> feels, shoots, and acts like a Halo battle rifle. It's 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 incredible. That's Even amazing. Even to how it sounds. Um, wow. So. Uh, the entire tower, which is still like the home city, is all covered in snow. There are Christmas lights everywhere. There are Christmas music, uh, yeah. Christmas music everywhere. There's an entire quest chain to unlock holiday ships, yeah. festive guns, all of this stuff. And right. all of the quests are like, you got to bake some cookies and deliver cookies, you know? And like, they tie into like the story because like, you have to go to like Europa to get like this like special Vex milk that people yeah. want for their cookies, dude. Like, <laughs> like, like, like big effort there. So, so yeah. props to Bungie for, you know, making me feel and like every, every time you go back to the tower, yeah. like, like, like it's snowing and then the snow accumulates on the ground. Yeah. And, and oh, great, great experience. This stuff is what's important for like returning players and stuff, yeah. you know? Yeah, it's, it's, yeah, it's so really like, important. I was really excited to see that in Destiny because, like I said, I logged in for the ju- just to unlock the Halo stuff while that window was still open. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I want to, so, so 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 then I booted up Battlefield twenty forty two, and Battlefield twenty forty two has its own kind of like event pass um, for for the holiday season, which is literally all Christmas themed stuff. So unlike Halos, it's literally all Christmas themed for the entire pass. That's separate from the normal battle pass, kind of like Halos. But they also have a game mode that progresses this special battle pass that you don't have to buy. Uh, and the game mode is called Attack of the Elves. And what Attack of the Elves is, it's kind of like, I'll almost think of like Infected, um, where one team is is like they move really fast. They have a grapple hook. And they wear elf masks, like like they're uh-huh. all themed, right? Like 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 you actually wear elf masks, yeah. and you have a melee weapon, kind of like infected, uh, but it's a sharpened candy cane. Um, nice. And dude. you basically have to run around, and and it doesn't even use twenty forty two maps. It uses like remastered, like Battle of the Bulge, like old school, like World War Two maps. What? So like you're like it's like a snowy village where like all the people like huddle up in like an old snowy church, and then the elves try to 
go into the church church and stab the humans to make more elves for more toys. Oh. And then that's how you level up that pass. <laughs> Hilarious. So, so you know, t- t- tons of good vibes there. A plus dice. You know, you did a good job with my holiday spirit. Love it. And then lastly, we're going to move on to Call of Duty Vanguard, which has a new Krampus mode for the holiday season. Okay. Which, like Battlefield, it does have its own Christmas battle pass. That's short. You can get it done during the holiday season. And what Krampus mode is, uh, it's basically all game modes with points, right? So it's like one point domination. There might be some others like hard point or whatever. I don't know all the Call of Duty modes. So like, excuse me, like if there's a Call of Duty mode that has a point, it's in this game type. Okay. Um, and while you're playing this game type, all the maps are snowing. The maps have Christmas lights on them. That's uh, cool. Every, I love every that. time, every time you respawn, it, it, it plays like bells jingling in the background. Uh, but what's really cool is if you're not on an objective, Krampus is hunting you, regardless of what team you're on. What the so, f- so like <laughs> if you're not on a point, you get a thing that comes out that says Krampus is hunting you. Oh and, no! And, and, and then you literally see this big like abominable <laughs> yeti just running around the map, fucking people's day up. Oh my and god! And like and like you can kill him and then get bonus points if you kill Krampus. That's but hilarious. Like, it, 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 and and honestly, it, it makes for a much better gameplay experience because everyone is trying to do the objective then because Krampus will fuck your day up. Oh my gosh! Uh, and then like if you kill Krampus, you get a bonus. You, you get a bonus. Like it's just a really cool mode. And that they even took cool. it one step further that if you kill Krampus, he drops a care package that's themed as Christmas gifts. <laughs> that's um, amazing. That's amazing. And if and, and and while playing Krampus mode, if one player calls in a care package, uh, you hear ho ho ho, and uh, 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 a present drops from the sky, and and the present is the is, is your care package. Oh, that's so cool. they've also rethemed just normal care packages for the event as well. That sounds fun. So yeah, dude, it's 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 honestly a lot of fun. Like 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 the battlefield mode and the Call of Duty mode are 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 just barrels of monkeys fun. Like I I would feel that like if you're playing solo, the Call of Duty Vanguard mode is probably better solo. But I feel like Attack of the Elves, like if you can get like two to three boys together and just like yeah. work together as like elves, like that would be a ton of fun. Yeah, uh, that's cool. So I do want to give a shout out to Dice and. Uh, I forget who made this. I think it's Sledgehammer uh, for, you know, really, really getting in the Christmas spirit this year with their games. So that's that, fun. I, I, I that's that totally cool. cool, dude. Yeah. Yeah. I had no idea. I love it. Yeah. Like the, the most I have is like, I've been playing seven days to die. It's a, uh, okay. it's like a zombie survival game. It's kind of like a voxel based game uh, where it, some people said it's like Minecraft, but like not, it's not even because it, it it's a lot more realistic looking than Minecraft. Like it tries to go for realism, but it has like a voxel based building system and stuff. Zombies, and for the holidays they have like uh, little uh, little Christmas hats you can find when looting and stuff. So they uh, during the holidays they they have special loot tables that they introduce. Uh, so it's kind of neat that you can you can get those holiday items. You can get like a a candy cane weapon and stuff like that. So. You know, it's just one of those things that's available for like the holiday season. I think that's kind of neat. But yeah, Seven Days to Die. That's it's, cool. it's a neat pretty game, cool, man. man. Yeah. We we, uh, we played it like a year ago, and they just came out with uh, Alpha Twenty, the new update. Got a lot of major changes, so we we fire up a dedicated server for just our friends. And for, we uh, what game is this? Seven Days to Die. Okay. And uh, it's like number seven uh, days to die. 
and uh yeah it's on steam or whatever but uh it's it's kind of fun to play with your friends you kind of uh try and survive in the world and every the 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 gimmick of the game is like every seven days is like a horde night where uh you have to try and survive the night and like zombies will spawn and like try and overrun whatever base you're kind of living in or whatever so uh, what we like to do is kind of spend the the set the first seven days trying to get like hunkered down, build like spikes, walls, and stuff, and get like a, a defensible location. Typically, we'll mm-hmm. find like a building. We found a church in our playthrough that happened to have some walls. And we're like, you know, this is kind of nice. So, and it had like a really cool like uh, catacombs underneath it or whatever. Oh, that's awesome! And dude. so we cleared it out, and then we took it over put spikes like around the walls around the perimeter and then like seven days you know when the seven days is up and it's horde night dude we just like i built like a watchtower on top of the church building and like we're kind of just uh gunning down zombies with like early in the game you got like crappy stuff like bows and like pipe weapons you barely got any ammo and uh so it's kind of just survival you know and uh you gotta try and loot and stuff fun game dude so, really fun game. So the two long different read is you basically have seven days to scout a location and make it defensible, and then on the seventh day, shit hits the fan. Yeah, shit hits like every seven days. So like you survive the seven days, mm-hmm. and then now you got like another seven. How so long on is day, day fourteen? It's pr- it, it's configurable. I I forget what the default is, but it's pretty lengthy. Like okay. uh, it's pretty lengthy amount of time uh, in real life. So you don't really feel like uh, you know you don't have enough time. So, but, but like, it's, it's kind of, there's different builds too. There's like a skill tree system where you'll gain experience and level up and then you Mm -hmm. can put points into different things. Like maybe you want to be a, uh, a builder type of guy. So there's stuff you can invest in for that. Or, um, uh, maybe you're an archery, you care about stealth, you know, so you can invest in the stealth. That's what I'm doing. I'm doing like a stealth build where my stealth hits like do like four X damage. And I'm invested in archery, so I kind of like one shot anything that can't see me almost, unless they're like really tanky. Because there's like armor, like there's more beefy zombies too, like biker zombies that are armored and they got like leather jackets and helmets and shit. And like they'll, they'll fuck you up. And then you got like radiated zombies. Like later on, as the game stage progresses, because like as you level up, get more gear, the game is naturally scaling itself up to okay. be harder. So every horde night becomes insanely hard. Um, it's like eventually you'll have like uh, zombies that have like explosives embedded into them, and you can if you kill the zombie before it gets to you, you you can stop it from blowing up. But if you don't, if you just let it run wild, it'll just end up running into your uh, wall and blowing a big hole in. <laughs> so we we've had that issue. So it's a really fun game, actually. Uh, good man. That, yeah, that sounds awesome. Actually. That's that sounds like it'd be pretty fun. It is with friends, like it's a good time. So uh, it's like a normally I'm not big into the like kind of generic zombie survival game, but like mm-hmm. this one actually is pretty good, pretty good for what it is. But that's what I've been playing, dude. And cool, dude. I, I was thinking about picking up Red Dead Redemption Two also. Did you beat that yet or no? No, I haven't. Uh, oh, dude, you definitely need to play that game. That yeah, game is really good. Well, now I actually prefer time, right? so. I actually prefer it to um, uh, Grand Theft Auto. Uh, yeah, like I know when I played the original Red Dead, that's how I felt. Like uh, the red, original Red Dead was like fantastic. I loved it. And then yeah. they had Undead Nightmares, which was another zombie mod kind of additional game, which was like amazing. Uh, so I really hope like I love 
Red Dead Redemption 2. Like, it's getting, it's gotten a lot of praise recently. I've watched a lot of YouTube videos of people it's talking good. about it nowadays, and I'm like, dang, dude, I need to pick it up. It's, uh, I so, loved it. I thought it was very, very good. Yeah, I figured like now's the time because I got like a little bit of time during now the holidays the time. To, to pick up a new game and kind of like, you know, sit down for like eight hours straight and sure. play it. Like, I don't really get to do that typically, but like now it's like, okay, I got some free time off. Now is the time to like catch up on some of those games that like sat in my queue for a long time, you mm-hmm. know? And it's time to do it. It's time to do it, dude. Um, but other than that, dude, that's been kind of my gaming and playing Halo Infinite on occasion. But other than that, like... I play Halo every day. Do both, you? Both, both, both Infinite and Master Chief. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And you've been playing on your uh, Series X? Yep. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I play Halo on controller anyway. And, like, I'm pretty good at it on, on, on controller. Like, my average game is probably, like, a 2.2 to 2.6 KD. Okay, yeah. Um, uh, but since I play on controller, like, the loss of a computer didn't really affect me at all. You know? Yeah. No, that's cool. I love it. Yeah, and, and you've been playing the uh, the Switch a little bit too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I picked up Pokemon Shining Pearl, so that's kind of like my my bedtime game. Yeah, you, you know, catch like any good ones? Did? You catch any? Uh... I just got it like two days ago, so I, I actually just got my first gym badge. Okay, wow. Uh, but I start. I start. I, yeah, I, I start with Turtwig because because he's the man, dude. Okay, yeah, going with that. Is uh that's the grass one, right? That's, that's a grassy boy, yeah, dude. Nice, dude. Yeah, my son, he's you know, he likes Pokemon and he just got like one of these it's like a box, it's like a Pokemon calendar box. Did I tell you about this? No. And he every day up until Christmas he gets to open like a little section of the calendar and that's get like cool. a little toy out of it. So he gets like sometimes he'll get little Pokemons or get like little accessories and stuff that's Pokemon themed. And so every day he'll wake up in the morning and like open another day. And get see what that's he gets. Cool. So it's kind of a fun little Pokemon calendar. So I, that's pretty cool. Yeah, it's, it's just like one of those neat things. But uh, <laughs> I just had to bring it up. But yeah, man. I mean, that's pretty much it, dude. Let's wrap that's the podcast up, yeah, dude. It's a good Let's, one. It's it, it, that's it's been a wrap, dude. That's been the podcast. We'll do another one next week. You know, the last one of the new year, and then we'll probably. We'll probably wrap up Technostatic for the year and then start like season two of the Technostatic podcast. Have it kind of like every year will be like a season. A roundup, yeah. You know what I mean? So, I mean, dude, this is like episode 20 we're on. So that's like 20 uh, 20 weeks, right? Uh, Approximately. (laughs) Anyway, thanks for watching the podcast. And uh, we'll see you guys next week. Later, boys. Later. Later.